it's like we just i just learned what your mother's name is and i'm already like picking out like my bouquet for the wedding like, i like, don't even know your middle name and like we i already have the colors I, and uh, everything I, planned for my i wedding. don't even know um anything about like your home life but i already have our children's names picked out they go great with your last name it's fine <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guy. Welcome back. It is officially Christmas season. We are in the last month of 2020. Thank (laughs) God. Can you believe it? (laughs) No. Oh my God. This has been the longest and the shortest year in my entire life. I... I, I just I I this year has been a blur and I yeah. have I have twenty twenty vision. Oh my god, no, I should never say that again. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, no, too soon. Too I soon. have twenty twenty one vision. Got crystal clear vision. Yeah. Yeah. And hope. Um so yeah. Uh I mean we're kinda ending the year on a on a uh, not a bad note, but like uh, you know, Oh, gosh darn note for me, I guess. So we postponed the film. We pushed it back like one month till January for anybody that's like curious about my film updates or anything. I'm sure you're all like riveted by it all. <laughs> True. But They're dying to know him. I think. Let's tell him. Um, thank you. Um, I pushed it back one month just so we had a little bit extra time because it just with communication and everything, it's just been much a blur and people... Um, switching roles or like backing out last minute things like that just because like money and things um so we have just decided to push it back one month hopefully like literally by the end of january is when we're going to do it so um by then hopefully we'll have enough funding and then we will um i'll I'll feel more comfortable with everything going forth and i know my crew and every in my cast and everything feels the same way so Yeah. yeah it's all it's, I'm, I'm trying to only see the positive light in it. I've just been so focused on positivity and like manifesting positive thoughts and just like claiming things and just pretending that it's already mine. That's basically what I've been just been doing this whole time and just just listening to my gut, I guess. Um. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I think that'll be it'll give you extra time to, like you said, like get some more funding and then also like have like a set plan. Yeah. So, yeah. So not sure. like you didn't have one before, but like, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we would literally be going to production next month. I mean, I'm sorry, next week, this week, this coming week. Yeah. Ugh. And with the holidays, too, I think it'll be good to. So, have um, extra guys, time. Um, talk to Santa and ask Santa um, <laughs> to donate. I'm joking. <laughs> but, like, that's what I'm asking Santa for um, is for um, money for my film. So, <laughs> there you have it. What are Santa you? better be. Uh, <laughs> Making it rain. <laughs> I really, for honestly, what are you asking for? Well, like on, a, like on a real, real, like on the real, real. What on the what, real, what, real? What you asking for? I mean, I already got your gift. Um, so <laughs> I hope you like it. <laughs> You're I the only so person I've already shopped for. Like, I have not shopped for my parents, not anybody else. Nope. I have completed my Christmas shopping. God, oh my actually, God. I take that back. I haven't, I haven't um, completed my Christmas shopping for my siblings. So I still got to do that. But everybody else has been shopped 
for. So I have a couple things on my uh, Christmas wish list. Um, so if you guys still need ideas, you might like some of these. Please, I, really know I your do. Vibes. I have no idea what to get anybody. Um, yeah. For so. So first one is pricey, outrageously pricey. The Kardashians rave about it. Oh Literally, God. I think everybody raves about it. It's that barefoot dreams blanket. Why? Because I touched it in Nordstrom. Oh my God. And I can never go back. If you know me, I literally, I you have touch everything. probably like seven blankets. Mm-hmm. Not even that. Your candle obsession. Oh, that's my next. That was my next thing on my list. Oh, of is course. Of course. Candles. Well, I just, I love Home candles. Homegirl Home already got an entire bath of body works in her bedroom. Like, I swear to God, if I need a scent, like if I want to know what a scent smells like, I just look, I'm like, hey, what does this one smell like? And she's like, oh, I'll give you the top, bottom and um, middle note for you. Like, I'm just like, why? Yeah. And speaking of um, Bath and Body's candle day is this weekend. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday, December 4th. And um, I got five candles. <laughs> but specifically i'm asking for um i love the volcano candle so i'm asking for the volcano candle and the cute little like pink tie-dyed um candle jar from my grandmother so i love i love the volcano candle i love bath and body works candles and i like candlefish we went to candlefish and made our own which was super fun yeah yeah um another thing i love this perfume it is very again these are big ticket items, some of them. Um, <laughs> she tries favorite. to come off as so humble, and she's like, I want a $300 blanket for Christmas. It's 150 It's oh. not 300 for a blanket! I know. I said it was outrageous. Okay? I said it. I said it. I prefaced it. Um, no, the Jo Malone perfume, the specifically wood sage and sea salt. I will get married in that perfume. I love it. It's beautiful it looks beautiful it smells beautiful i have um, not right now yeah it's so good mm-hmm. so good and I'm, I'm totally out of perfume so i need something hint hint to someone <laughs> um and then a couple of little like house housey items uh candles House-y. fall into that category of course but um they i've seen a lot of people post about these like beer shaped glasses um, you can find them on Amazon. I just Wait, literally on, typed in like beer shaped glasses. What do you mean beer shaped? Like, like glass? Like they look like a big, uh, like a big beer can, but it's a glass like to put like liquid oh, in. Oh, I've seen like the ones that are like the size of like a Coke can. Like I've seen those. Yeah. These those are, are a little Target. bit taller. These are a little bit taller and they're on Amazon. Um, I can link them in, in our show notes, but they're super cute. But I want like a set of those and then some like reusable glass straws to go with them for my iced coffees. That's oh what I want God. them for. Mm-hmm. Um, another home item that I really want are the TV LED backlights. Okay, so I, that you can just look to make sure which ones you're getting because I bought some LED lights and I ended up returning them to Amazon mm. because um, they. Yeah. I, I want the ones that are it. specifically for the TV. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause I think that's really cool and it like lights up your space. Yeah. And then the last thing is something that I already have, but I think would be a good gift to somebody 
if you have someone in your life who is like really into like oils and essential oils. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally have the Himalayan salt lamp and ultrasonic essential oil diffuser. So it's like a salt lamp and an oil diffuser all in one. Um, and I love it. It's very, it's white. It's very chic looking. Um, but I know there's like tons of essential oil diffusers out there. So I just think that's a really nice gift, mm-hmm. especially for someone who like is into that kind of thing. Um, and it makes your house smell amazing. So that's my list. Oh, see, I have a salt lamp. Um, and that's, and I have, I have a salt lamp. I have a Himalayan salt candle holder. Um, I have a nightlight that's a Himalayan salt bulb thingy. Um, we have, so now you just need the oil diffuser. I have all the Himalayan salt stuff. Just hoping that it grounds me in some way possible. <laughs> I'm not, not going to even lie. Not going to even lie. That was one thing I was fascinated by the actor. Like when I first met him and went over to his house, he had a Himalayan salt lamp in his bedroom. And I was like, mm, that should be like a green flag. <laughs> Tis true. Tis true. <laughs> What about um, you? What is on your wish list? So, like, the number one thing, like, I'm asking for is a pair of Doc Martens, uh, specifically the Leona pair, because mm-hmm. I like those. I think everybody always gets the Jadon ones. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. But the Leona ones, I like them because they, one, have, like, a more vintage look, like, with the, um, what are they called? The thing that the laces go around, like, the little metal... Oh, yeah, where the laces, where you thread the laces in. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have a... You can see them more. There's, they're more metallic and they're more noticeable. And then they have a slight heel to them. It's not like a heel heel, like a heeled boot, but they are a little bit more um, just raised and they don't have as, like, thick of a platform. That's not, like, what I like because I think it's when everybody gets the jade on ones, they get, like, that huge, like, platform to it. And I didn't want that, but I didn't want them to be, like, f- completely flat either. So I like these. They look a little bit more feminine, and I feel like my feet could rock them better my feet could rock them <laughs> I, I love it <laughs> i don't know um and then i also always ask for a perfume usually my parents always get me glossier's perfume which is like my everyday fragrance to this day will always be my everyday fragrance but um i really love the replica by the fireplace perfume i feel like i've talked about it on the podcast before mm-hmm. but um it's divine it smells like you're sitting by a fire being all cozy cuddled up next to somebody you love like literally it's almost descriptive perfect fragrance um and it just it just makes you feel warm and cozy and it's 130 dollars um <laughs> so yeah perfumes are not cheap but especially like, like if you want to get anybody like a really nice fragrance i think replica is a great brand and i think i do believe joe malone's also a great brand uh just because like the packaging is really nice and so like mm-hmm. it feels like something like I would, I mean, I would buy it for myself, but it doesn't feel like something that everybody would probably buy for themselves. So that's one yeah. reason why I like to do that. Um, my like gift recommendation would always be to go to Sephora and get one of the perfume or cologne sampler sets because you can try out like about like 10 different fragrances in it. Like the little vials are in there and then oh, yeah. you're only paying like $65 and then they have a certificate in there uh, for whoever you're giving it to, to like go in and like get a full size of one of those fragrances. And sometimes it's really great because I know for like the men, they had the Tom Ford metallic fragrance in there and that's like a hundred and something dollar like fragrance. But like the person only had to pay $65 to get the whole like set so that person wait so you pay for the set and then the certificate allows you to get a free yeah like a full size like a 1.7 ounce or one ounce of one of those fragrances and like some of them are like worth a lot more that's why like 
if you like, I know you love clean fragrances, but like mm-hmm. if you, if, and rain's never in any of them, but um, I know their solar bloom one is in a lot of the perfume ones. Oh, so like cool. a full size of like clean reserve fragrance is like $98. But if you mm-hmm. get like the perfume sampler, like even you buy it for yourself, like you're only going to pay $65 for it. So yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, and then like, you don't have to sit there and decide like, I don't know if they want like cool, spicy, woodsy. Yeah. That's, like, that's the hardest part aquatic. about getting perfumes. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of like, they have a, like a nice mix of different types of scent families for people to choose from. Um, and then they also have like rollerball ones too, which I like. Um, so yeah, there's like a rollerball one this, this year that has, um, YSL Libre, uh, replica by the fireplace away Melrose place. Like they have really good ones in that one. Mm. I really like want it for myself. Um, yeah, that's great. That's a great idea. I also want the book film for her by Orion Carlito. Uh, I'm obsessed with her. If you guys don't know who she is, she's Orion Vanessa on Instagram and like Twitter and everything. She is, um, my favorite person in the entire world. I like want to be her huge girl crush on her because she is gorgeous. I want to look like her. She just gives me like the cool girl, French chic aesthetic vibes. And I just, you know, I'm just jealous and I just want to like emulate her in every way if I possibly can. (laughs) I literally want to become her. Um, so I'm going to read her book of poetry and it's like a book of poetry and photographs, which is like my favorite. I have so, I never write poetry, but like I have so many books of poetry because I just, yeah, I like poetry books and they're great coffee table books too. Oh yeah. They're Um, super cute. And then I also like really want a Canon 35 millimeter lens, but that's just like my photography and film you know, nerd self wanting mm-hmm. that. Um, That's so, fine. Yeah. So, yeah, there's like, I mean, like I want clothes and everything and all that kind of stuff. But, like there's nothing like I'm like, those are the only couple things that I'm like, yeah, yeah, really want. Like I would love, you know, a dip tea candle. I'm not going to ask anybody to buy me a 60 fucking dollar candle. <laughs> yeah, yikes. But yeah, um, there's like different clothes that I want. I want a lot of blazers and, you know, things like that. Yeah, like sweater, your typical sweaters. And- I did buy myself the Aritzia Molina pants. If you listened to last week's episode, I did <gasps> buy them. I just took them to the tailors this morning to get them tailored. Um, so They fit? Yeah, like around the waist and everything perfectly. They're just Perfect. fucking long as hell. Um, so cause the cropped funny. ones were sold out till February. So well, I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to finally wear them. They are so soft. I put them on. I'm like, yeah, this was a good choice. <laughs> yeah. I see why everybody on fucking TikTok loves them. It literally feels like butter on your skin. It's like it's vegan leather. So it's like super fucking soft. And even though like real leather is always soft, it feels like real leather because I have a real leather jacket and it feels like super soft just like it. Um, And yeah, they do make some noise when you walk, but I didn't think about that because the lining on the inside and everything. But I mean, other than that, I don't care. I want you to hear me when I walk down the street. That's fine. <laughs> You're going to hear me coming in my leather pants. <laughs> what has been your captivation though this week? I feel like this has been like a weird week because like for me, I have just been so focused on so many things. Like I'm in charge of another fucking Instagram now. Like mm-hmm. I made a whole new Instagram for my film follow at all we were film on instagram um, but i am i've just been completely like tunnel focused i think on like everything work-wise in my life lately and i haven't like had time to like have a fun moment and that like really makes me upset like i'm really looking forward to like next weekend like this coming weekend after you guys hear this by the time this episode's up and everything like even though we're not filming this weekend, we're going to be filming like some teaser kind of stuff for you guys to see and doing some photos and everything. So like, that'll be really cool. But, um, 
I just want like time to like relax. How? What have you been doing? Yeah, I I feel the exact same way. Like I don't even feel like we've communicated much this week outside no. of like planning to record. I've been super busy. I've been trying to work out more, which has been actually been really okay. really nice. I think I've just been kind of stressed overall, so mm-hmm. that's given me um, a nice outlet. But I've really just been trying to keep up with work, and I'm doing. I run our social media for my. Um, for my company that I work for. And so I've just been really trying to like put some additional hours in, um, for Christmas and like Christmassy holiday post. And so I've just been really busy, but my captivation, I finally took the time after work one night to, um, watch a movie by myself. Um, I watched holiday and it was so cute. I really love Emma Roberts. And so, um, She's just funny, and she's just got this really cool, like, vibe, cool girl vibe. Does the guy in that film not give you, like, maybe it's just me, but, like, the entire time, I was like, why do I get, like, Chris Hemsworth vibes from this dude? Oh, 100%. Okay. I didn't know if I was just, I was like, I feel like I'm watching Thor in a (laughs) rom-com. Yeah, so if you don't know about this movie, it's... Um, this movie on Netflix that came out and so the log line that I just learned that that's what that's <laughs> called um, on imdb.com because that's what come, came up when I typed it in um, is fed up with being single on holidays two strangers agree to be each other's platonic plus ones all year long only to catch real feelings along the way it was super cute super funny is the I beginning definitely of recommend. Good? Is the beginning of it good? Because I was I I tuned in like halfway through it, <laughs> so like I, I did not see the beginning at all. I came oh, yeah. in. I thought I came I thought in during was... the wedding scene. That's when I started. Oh, you should you should watch the whole the whole movie. Okay, I think it was good. Okay, like, yeah. I saw the ending. I was like, oh, this is this is cute. There were some funny yeah, parts. It was funny. It's funnier in the beginning. Yeah, Kristen Chenoweth's in it, and I love her. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it yeah, was good. I, yeah, I like Emma Roberts too. Um, yeah. What about a, you? What's your captivation? So mine's also a, a Christmas movie because that's like the only thing I've had time to like enjoy this week other mm-hmm. than um, just Vengeance Gossip Girl before it um, leaves Netflix. Yeah. We're for very salty about that. <laughs> that's like uh, what I put on when I'm like folding laundry. That in the office. And they're taking them both off, I think. Actually, I don't know about the office. The office but... is going off because it's going to Peacock. Yeah. So yeah. screw them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good anyways. <laughs> whatever continue continue about your christmas movie i don't want to hear it so i watched the christmas chronicles all right so this is on netflix um and low-key like super fucking cute i wasn't like thrilled to watch it at at first but i was with my parents and my dad really wanted to watch it and i was like okay dad sure we'll watch it like kurt russell's in it uh and his wife Goldie Hawn, if you don't know who they are, like that's literally like uh, Kate Hudson's parents. Um, they gotcha. are both in it. Uh, and Kurt Russell like plays uh, Santa Claus. And apparently, my dad wanted to watch it because he saw Kurt Russell do an interview where he was like, "I feel like I was meant to do this role," kind of thing. Like it felt like he was like, "I felt like I was finally like enjoying acting again." Uh, and so I was like, "Oh, I'll watch it and everything." And like low key, one he looks like a Santa. To the elves, the elves in this film, favorite part, the cutest fucking things I've ever seen. Oh my God. Like, you know that feeling when you saw baby Dory for the first time and mm-hmm. finding Dory, same exact feeling when I saw these fucking elves. I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, when you saw Piper before fi- finding Dory, you know, the little one about the little baby seagull. 
Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. The yes. same feeling where you're like, oh, my God, that's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. It it wasn't because they weren't like elves, like, you know, little children like they are in every fucking thing else. It was like these little like gremlin looking Furby creatures, but like cute with like the big Disney <laughs> eyes. And I was like, oh, my God, like, how did you make a Furby like cute? That's really funny. <laughs> it was just adorable. Like, I was like, I want a whole film of just these elves. Just <laughs> the elves. Um. But it was cute because it was like these kids were trying to catch Santa and they were going to vlog it. (laughs) They they were trying to um, vlog uh, them catching Santa and like they got like his hand like and uh, on footage and they were like, we have to set it up like this year. We got to set up a camera and everything like that. And they ended up like setting up a camera and um, when they hear Santa, they go outside, they see the sleigh and they're like, oh, let's sneak into the sleigh. And then Santa takes off and with them in the sleigh and then oh, no. Santa gets spooked and basically like everything goes wrong because the presents fly, fly um they fly out of the sleigh, he loses the presents, he um the reindeer and the they go so far up into the sky that like the wind is too bad and like the reindeer and the sleigh like depart and everything and he has to deploy a parachute and they're in fucking chicago when they're originally i think from like austin texas or something and so they're just like trying to save christmas and everything um but there's like a musical number all in it it's great of course Uh, (laughs) some musical number but it was so freaking cute if i let me read the proper log line there's like a second one too which i want to watch as well and it's on Netflix. But the first one was adorable. The proper logline is siblings Kate and Teddy Pierce hatch a scheme to capture Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. When the plan goes awry, the kids join forces with some somewhat jolly Saint Nick and his loyal elves to save the holiday before it's too late. Um, and I liked it because it reason I liked it and reason I think this is a good Santa movie. Like, for starters, my favorite, my favorite Christmas film is the Santa Claus. Mine too. Like, I, it, we grew Hands up with down. it. I, I watch it every single year. Yeah. It's like we one of the only ones it. I watch. Like it was like, it, yeah. it was out when we were kids and everything. And I liked Tim Allen in it. Like it's great. Bernard, love him. Great such elf. Good, it's just Charlie's such a good movie. adorable. Awesome movie. Charlie. But like the thing that I've always seen, like with, I haven't seen every Christmas movie, but like with most Christmas films about Santa, like I'm like, they just see that you see Santa going to the house, taking his jolly old time, unloading the presents, and then yippee-ki-yay out of there. And I'm like, how are you doing this all in one day, my dude? Whereas, like, in this film, they had him him being, like, magic and him, like, going in and then straight back out, like, of each house. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like you saw, like, a rainbow kind of effect of him just hopping to each house. And, it, like, I was like, that's how you would do it if you had to go around the whole fucking world in one night. So. Yeah. They made it really believable with the magic. That's why I was here for it. So love it. Yeah, I have to check it out. It sounds cute. Yes, Um, it's a jolly old good time. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have a couple of housekeeping things to go over with you guys. Um, Make sure you guys are following us all on our social medias. My personal one is at Emily Elise, and mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And then our podcast one is at the Gals Guide Pod. We're kind of like trying to do something different over there. So like make sure you guys are following. We've been asking you guys a ton of polls lately. And we're going to start posting some more reels and everything over there. So make sure you guys are following that for some fresh new content. And then we also have a Patreon. Make sure you guys go follow us there on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Gals Guide. We have got a lot of like bonus exclusive content things going on. It's been kind of on pause right now just because... 
with COVID cases like rising, like Hannah and I have been separate, so we haven't been together as much to do like shared content together. Like we're mm-hmm. doing this via FaceTime right now. So all that's going to be slowed down a little bit and everything like that. But if you're interested, maybe gift somebody, like even though they're a listener, gift them like a uh, subscription or something. They all start at a dollar. And then also make sure that you guys are subscribed and you also rate us and review us we love it when we get those uh, we know we've seen a couple of y'all on our on your spotify wrapped of the year we saw a couple of you guys we didn't like to share all of them but um we loved it we love seeing you guys like listen to the podcast y'all some of y'all binged a couple episodes like five episodes like in a day which like, that's like oh my five gosh fucking that's a hours. lot of hearing me <laughs> like y'all the real ones for real but we loved seeing that and i think apple does one like the apple rewind i have no oh, fucking they? idea i don't, I don't think know. they do it for podcasts though i just think they do it for oh, music um, they should but, that's where i listen to all my podcasts so yeah. i didn't get a i don't even think there was a spotify podcast for there me because be. i don't listen to them there so well i can already tell you what my not my top five would have been so it doesn't even matter <laughs> but <laughs> i only listened to like five of them but yeah, make sure you guys are rate. If you're listening to us on Apple, make sure you rate, subscribe, and review. We love it. Yes, yes, yes. But today's episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about more about some dating stuff. We thought this idea kind of just because of my film and everything. It's like one of the central themes that's going on in my film, and it's honestly like what my mind has been so focused on lately because. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, and I feel like a lot of people, especially in modern dating culture, go through this phenomenon of falling in love with the idea of someone instead of who they actually are. Like, Loki, yeah. if you like, asked me about who, like, what song I was listening to when I, when I wrote my film, like, In My Head by Ariana Grande, on repeat, like, that's one reason why she was my number one top singer <laughs> of yeah. all time on Spotify this year, but yeah, it's just being in love with the idea of somebody instead of who they actually are, I think everybody is capable of doing it and for me i think i'm super capable of doing it because it's hard for me to differentiate between being in love with someone genuinely and being in love with the idea of them because one i have adhd and so i hyper focus and i can obsess really easily on something and and on someone and so i had to like maintain that and like control myself a lot of the time when i do that but also because I've never been in a serious enough relationship where we were both mutually in love with each other at the same time and everything. So everybody was always like, you know, you know you're in love because like the other person's happiness means more to you than both than like your own happiness or whatever. I'm like, that's me all the time because I'm super fucking codependent and when I, you let me. So <laughs> I don't really ever know. And so I had to really look back when I was writing this film and analyze like what it's like to be in love with the idea of somebody instead of who they actually are and how that affects you. And that's one reason, like, sorry, I'm going to do this whole tangent about my film really quickly. No, you're good. But, like, in my film, we are kind of doing it from two POVs. So you're not just seeing, like, one person's point of view of the relationship, like how you do with 500 Days of Summer. Like, you only see Tom's point of view. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, like, he's going to try and portray Summer as the villain. With my film, we're doing every other scene from the other person's point of view. So you're getting both the POVs. It's not just going to be this one-sided story. And you're seeing how this other person sees and views the other person. And it's usually not how they truly are. Um, yeah. And yeah. you kind of like, I think when you are like get to like somebody and like you're like, you know, you're in the early honeymoon stages, like you have this perception of how this person is. And like, it's easy for you to daydream and fantasize about like what could be between you guys. But if you don't stay focused on the present, like you can 
start to go down this rabbit hole of falling in love with that idea of them instead of like what they're actually giving you. Yeah. No, I, 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 I've done that before. I think everybody does that. Yeah. I think for me, like it's when I start like falling in love and like fantasizing about a very distant future. Like Mm -hmm. instead of like what's currently happening, what they're currently giving me, uh, instead of like, I'm thinking like, oh, like I'm just thinking about us like in New York, like on a trip or like us like, you know, getting married, like literally, um, I mean, I told that to you, like, when I dated the doctor, like, after our first date, I was like, this is the dude I'm going to marry kind of thing. And, like, yep. can you imagine if that <laughs> your eyes? <laughs> I would support you, but then I, you would come crying to me and I would be like, yep. Mm-hmm. I would hope and pray that wedding day came and you and they're like, does anybody object to this marriage? Somebody. Me. Somebody. The whole fucking congregation just stands up it's like, like us. <laughs> all of us. No Every one is supportive one of this thing. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we would yeah. have had to take that out of the wedding. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like a lot of people usually probably think that this only happens like when you're in, like in your earlier years, like when you're younger, like high school and everything like that. But I don't think people often factor in like little things that they can do that do affect like you like later on in life like i think everybody can do this no matter what age you are you probably assume someone's going to react a certain way to a like if you did a certain thing like oh i'm not going to tell him that i went out with so and so like i wasn't cheating like we i just hung out with this other dude like i'm not going to tell him that i hung out with another dude um because it's not that big of a deal he'll be fine but then you're kind of just like in a way like to me i think like you're just fantasizing this other person's reaction like you're not taking that other person's feelings and thoughts into consideration what do you think Mm -hmm. yeah no definitely i think a lot of times like i'll catch myself having a conversation with my boyfriend in my head without even having it with Mm -hmm. him in person i'm like because i know exactly like how he's going to react or i think i know exactly how he's going to like what he's going to say and he does this with me too all the time like he's Mm -hmm. really bad about it um and i think too when i start dating somebody i always do this where i like fantasize about like the future oh but then i but then i pull myself back um but initially I've got this whole entire life in my head with this person. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, we just, I just learned what your mother's name is and I'm already like picking out like my bouquet for the wedding. It's like, I don't even know your middle name and like we, I already have the colors and everything planned for my I don't even know um, anything about like your home life, but I already have our children's names picked out. They go great with your last name. It's fine. (laughs) Like the minute I, the minute I start putting his last name with my first name, I know I've gone too far and I need to like, that's the moment I'm like, holy shit reel it back in real quick let's reel it back in really quickly um, let's maybe not (laughs) i'm like remember like when we were like an undergrad and you were like fantasizing about the guy you were dating at the time like his last name and your first name you're like it sounds so good together and in my head i'm like no sweetie it doesn't i think i was most mad and i still am like a little salty that like i'm never gonna be at the top of the alphabet anymore oh my god like i'm gonna be way especially if i marry my current boyfriend i'm gonna be way down towards the bottom like who is she i can't you're gonna even. be in the m's it's not even that bad and you're so far used- from a <laughs> you're so fr- used to be in the a i mean like fair enough my last name is b so like i am up i mean i am up there but like i'm like yeah. used to being like top priority like very important oh my um, god fucking aries <laughs> 
Totally joking. <laughs> totally joking. <laughs> Has to be the first in the Zodiac and first on the attendance. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> first in the room. <laughs> you know. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, oh. Do you remember, yeah. like, the date? Like, I remember being in high school and, like, writing my name and then the last name of the guy was crushing I never on. fucking did that. Oh, no. I, I never that. did that because I, I was that. afraid they would find the notebook. I did it. I freaking did it. And I was like, wow, this looks great. Like, I'm, I'm 15 and, like, <laughs> I'm going to marry this person. Here's so the funny. thing. This is the funny thing. I date guys who had the weirdest fucking last names. I have never dated, like, a, a Smith. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've dated pretty, like... I've dated a variety. I've actually dated a variety of last names. Yeah. Mine, I feel like most of them are kind of weird. They're like, definitely not like a Smith. Well, my current one is definitely like a Smith. Yeah. But. And no, it is. It's a very common <laughs> last name. I think it, it's literally like. We went, to a, we went to a restaurant one time and they were like, last name and we were like miller and then um we sat down and then they called miller party of two and so we went up and they're like oh not you guys and i was like oh my god this is so annoying you're literally another couple you're gonna be we're the millers like that's literally gonna be you like you're the millers that's gonna be like our family like movie that's gonna be your christmas card has to be the poster of the film that doesn't have to be my wedding hashtag though does it no, because like there's you're gonna come up with something fucking unique as hell, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want it to be attached to someone else's. Ugh. I will. I always make jokes because uh, I dated a dude whose last name was Ledbetter, and I always joke that he never led me to anything better. Um. <laughs> remember when I called him Bedwetter? <laughs> <laughs> or remember when I thought it was Letterman, and I was like, that was better. That was better. Yeah, um, that would have been better. That's so yeah. funny. I did last night whose name was fucking. I I didn't date him, but I was in love with him. Uh, his last name was Prilliman. Prilliman. That's his name. That's the last name right there. Yeah. I'm just letting all, all my secrets right now. Like, what's up? If you know me in real life and you know these people because they're like, fucking hey. unique ass last names, what's up? <laughs> yeah, true. True. That's the thing. Like, I can't say. I think my favorite one was Romine because it reminded me of Romaine lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyways, we're just like letting you know our entire life story here. It's fine. I have friends, though, that are in the drama school uh, at my old university and they like i always say they all of them have the bougiest names like one of my best friends is named darby how many people you know named darby they all have gorgeous names i digress that was a whole tangent um i hope you all enjoyed that commercial break from today's episode but (laughs) but that's like a that's like a thing people really do fantasize over like adding their last name yeah to to their yeah like children's names things like that like my future has like coming up with a name and oh, my future husband name. has no idea, but there's a whole fucking note uh, in my notes app of all the names that I want in my children, um, and he has no say in any of them. Yeah, I already have names picked out, too. So. Yeah, so have fun. Sorry. Again, <laughs> fantasizing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with me, it I, it's not – it's just trying not to have that tunnel vision of mm-hmm. it only being one person. And that's, like, low-key kind of one reason why I say – and I know, like, you don't agree with it, but it's fine – like – dating other people like when you start dating somebody and i'm not saying like you're going like you're going you're putting the same amount of effort into every single person that you're going to date with but like i try if i really like somebody i think the best way for me to not get so overly invested and attached so quickly is if i have somebody else that i'm like just texting or talking to like another guy that i have some interest in that i'm just yeah. texting or hanging out with just so like i don't push that other person away by getting so over too emotionally invested in them and i don't end up getting hurt in case it doesn't work out um mm-hmm. 
and I make this other person, like, my go-to person, like, to text or something like that, someone that I sounds bad but like someone like i don't have as much investment in like they're nice and everything like i enjoy spending time with them but right yeah if they get annoyed with me i'm not going to be hurt about it kind of thing Well, and i think like dating culture has changed like it's just been like it's like it's such in waves like when our parents were younger that was what they did they dated a bunch of different people until they found a person that they wanted to like that's what they said like going steady with yeah right and then i think when we were growing up it was kind of like not the vibe to do that yeah like you and, went like especially like when we were younger like you went into a relationship like yeah like quickly. you dated and then kind of yeah but and i feel like now people are back into that like with what our parents doing like dating a couple people kind of like trying to find the vibe and then when you find somebody like go out on a second date and then yeah. if you like them then you start to like put your focus on them yeah versus i will never i will never encourage putting the same amount of effort into every single one of those relationships because you will be exhausted like emotionally mentally you will be exhausted um trying to put that much effort i always say like have like a roster not like a full like team list not just like you know your key people yeah like a couple people (laughs) you get your get your quarterback is that the person let's not even try i'm not trying even try receiver (laughs) linebacker kicker quarterback that's all i got captain (laughs) you you get i can do film terms you get the director and then you have the first ad (laughs) you have the second ad I know all of these terms now because we've been talking so much about her film, like off the podcast. So like, I'm good. I'm following. I what's got the first, you. I'm what's here. the first AD? What's the first AD? The assistant director. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I told you. I told you. I told you. They're like the person that like does all the shit. Yeah. They're the, they're the right hand man to the director. Okay. Exactly. Okay. See, I listen. Oh my I'm God. Listening. I'm so impressed. I, I'm a sponge. Tell me it all. <laughs> Not really. I'll forget some things, but it's fine. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, my God. If you know but, me, you know I love SpongeBob. Anyways, oh my God. If you know me, I've never. You know, I never watched it. Still to this day, don't know how we're friends, and you still. I, you know what? That's I what was a Disney do. child. That's what we're gonna do one day. I'm gonna. I'm gonna introduce you to my favorite SpongeBob episodes. There you go. Anyways, proceed. that sounds awful. And I'm okay. We do that. We do My that. Jaw sh- is okay. Is, no, 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 no. Okay. No, here's no. the deal. Here's the deal. You show me one SpongeBob episode. And you show me one Office episode. Oh shit! I only got one. Mm-hmm. Like, I only and got then one. I will prove. show you Fleabag. Okay. I think I'll like Fleabag. And then something else. I gotta find something else. I don't okay. know what else. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Challenge. Challenge accepted. I'll show you. Now, f- now yeah. I gotta Fleabag, figure out which one. I'll show you. Um, you've already seen my fucking other favorite show. Okay, I'll have to figure it out. Sweet, sounds good. Challenge okay. accepted. Let's go. <laughs> Alrighty, but I think like with me, like it means mo- it means that I'm when I start fantasizing about somebody, it means I'm more in love with the distraction that they provide me from like my in and out of my daily life mm-hmm. than I am with that person. Like, I like that I don't, like, they're kind of a break from reality, and I don't have to focus on, like, my own issues for a time and everything, and they, like, give me a sense of, like, they give me, like, a serotonin boost in a way, because usually that person is going to, like, boost my ego in a way and make me feel better, and I know if that's the only reason, like, I'm trying to talk to them, like, I've openly told guys, they're like, what's up, like, why, what? what's up like what you doing i'm like i'm just bored and like i've always said like <laughs> i told it to a guy the other day he's like ah i love that that's what i'm good for is <laughs> when you're born and I was like at least you know your place at Aww. least you know your place <laughs> um yeah basically yeah 
Um, you know, it, I think it gives you like something else to put your energy into. Yeah. Like when you're tired of putting your energy into yourself and like your life and all the things that you have to do, like it's just like something else it's to like entertain me in a way. Exactly. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. I will yeah. always say, like if a guy texts you, hey, he is searching for a way for you, like you to just entertain him. Like I always say, like if a guy just says, hey, it gives you like very like minimum kind of exertion, like and like conversation like do not over put do not put too much effort into that conversation like give it straight back to him what he's giving you because he's just looking for you to entertain him he will find somebody else you deserve better than that but also at the same time i do that to men so um i'm a hypocrite (laughs) i am a hypocrite (laughs) if you learned anything from this podcast this year if you learned anything from the podcast this year is that emily is a hypocrite And Hannah tries to find the positive in everything. So. Do as I say, not as I do. I, I don't know how many times I got to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think another thing is, is when you're just so interested in like what they do. Now, I don't think it's a bad thing to like have like to think like someone else's job or like their hobby or anything about them is like, I don't think it's a bad thing to think it's cool. Like I, there is a reason I date artists because I think one, it's cool, but like it's, similar to my job so like we understand each other when you have similar interest yeah i do tend to idealize musicians because um i one am jealous like but two like i just think singing and performing like and like playing guitar is just super fucking sexy um Mm -hmm. and and just seeing a guy like conquer it on stage and perform for people like i just think it's super attractive um I don't know what started that, honestly. Like, I don't, I really don't know unless it's just my crazy obsession with boy bands, like growing up and everything and just being in love with Nick Jonas all my life. But <laughs> as was every 15 year old. Honestly, at the time. like, I just idealized <laughs> Nick Jonas. Like, Literally, every guy, every, every girl I knew was like, I'm going to marry Nick. And I was like, you're not because I am. And then none of us ended up with him. There's still hope they could get divorced. Like, I'm not saying that that will happen, but you you never know. You never fucking know. This is very Uh, true. You never know. (laughs) I never, I never detailed how I was going to marry him. I could marry him in a film. This is true. So there you go. There's There's a a loophole. There's a lot of (laughs) leniency with fine. (laughs) I don't, I didn't become a screenwriter actress just to, you know, write my favorite men and to, um, their those roles um i'm not gonna cast harry styles the minute i get the opportunity to or anything it's fine uh (laughs) yeah no but i I get what you're saying like like if you i don't know like if you date someone because like if you date someone because they're a lawyer like that's like really like something like like you know that you're gonna be taken care of like you just kind of like yeah like you like fantasize you fantasize your life like with this person who is doing this big thing or yeah whatever yeah like i think there was a lot of perks when i told people that like i didn't start dating the doctor because he was in med school like that just happened to be a perk of him was Mm -hmm. that he was in med school and that he knew a lot about neurology which which the reason that i was attracted to him he wasn't trying to be a neurologist but he knew a lot about neurology because of his family and that was something that i personally had so much fascination in was the human brain and psychology and neurology like Mm -hmm. if i had ever gone to med school because there was a brief moment in time i thought about it i would have done neurology because i love you know studying like you know schizophrenia and not just that but like huntington's disease and you know multiple sclerosis and just how the nerves affect the whole body and how it's this huge organ that like you can't really ever see Uh, (laughs) and i just think it's so fascinating 
And the fact that he understood that and how the brain worked in different parts of the brain, like and vision and things like that was just fascinating to me. And we bonded over that. And when I told people that I was dating a med student, they were like, oh, you better hang on to that. Like, because he's yeah, a doctor. Yeah, it's almost like the reactions of other people, like, kind of hype it up even more because, mm-hmm. like, like you can, you can tell when someone's, like, impressed by what you do. Yeah. Or, like, like what I would, someone that you're dating is doing. Like, anytime I tell people that I'm dating, like, my boyfriend is an engineer, they're all like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not, like all that he is like yeah. when I tell people I'm a speech pathologist they're like oh my gosh like you're never gonna have to worry about not having a job I'm like yeah but there's like more to me than yeah. that so um yeah, but yeah I me- can totally get how people like fantasize over it when I tell people I'm a filmmaker uh or a writer they're always like oh my like they they mm-hmm. I think there's such a romantic like when I tell people I am a writer specifically that's usually how I identify myself as um people I think have definitely romanticized writers and it's just like oh my god like well like you think i like live this very chic life where i'm so i'm always writing and i have all these notebooks and like it's like a literary novel every week or like i'm a filmmaker so i'm constantly you know i know so many celebrities or things like that and it's just like i mean like yeah like i do some of those things but it's also a very fucking lonely job um yeah. or i tell people i'm a pod i'd never tell people i'm a podcaster um hmm, i mean it's all my dating I definitely I, don't. I have it on my uh, that I, I'm into podcasts, like on my dating profile. But like, I never tell people I'm into podcasting because one, they're gonna ask what it's about, and then I'm gonna tell them that I talk about dating, and then they're gonna want to gonna date me because they're gonna be afraid I'm gonna talk about them on the podcast, which I will. Um, so there's that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I do tell people that I like I'm a singer songwriter, and that always gets some sort of like praise. They always ask you to sing. They're like, oh, please sing. And I'm like, no, like, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I, I hate it when I told guys that I, like, when I was in college, I was a dancer. And I tell people I was, I would tell people I was a dancer. And they're always like, oh my God, do a dance. I'm like, yeah, let me just break this out into a take, split real quick. This is before like, TikTok. Like, I was like, what do you want me to do? Like a fucking, like, triple pirouette with a, you know, a ronde jambe? Like, I don't fucking understand, like, what you want me to do. Like, it's not the same as TikTok. <laughs> it's not TikTok dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's easy to be blown away by like the trappings of an impressive job or like a recognizable last name or something like mm-hmm. that like if you're dating like a vanderbilt or whatever like you someone like you know a prestigious name or something um or even like somebody's talent like being a singer mm-hmm. um when those are things that you want for yourself but i think you have to also focus on like do you like them because of that or besides of that does mm-hmm. that make sense yeah like, like like do you only like them because they can sing or do Which you like them? The time, do you yes. like them because of like who they are and their personality? And then the singing is just also something really unique and cool about them that you love and will support. Yeah. I think there's like a clear. I think it's not clear in the moment. Sometimes like it can get blurred, but like there's a clear distinction between the two. Yeah, like I've always wanted to say like I date a musician, and the only reason I want to date a musician is just because I want them to write a fucking song about me. That's all I want. I don't want a breakup song. I want a love song I was written say, about me. Sometimes, most of the time, they're breakups. <laughs> I want a love song. <laughs> I want a fucking all of me John Legend type of ballad about I love me. That song. That oh. is what I want. I I want a fucking ballad. Damn it. <laughs> I yes. want people to dance to at their weddings to a song that's about me. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll just write a song about me. <laughs> about and then sing it okay and then yeah that's perfect nice great idea love that for me (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) i think also too is when you're in love with the perception of you two as a couple then 
who you are like individually i think a lot of times when like you're dating some, like there's nothing wrong with dating somebody who was fucking hot like i don't often do it because <laughs> my dating pool it's very limited but there there was this one dude mm, this dude i met in austin texas okay let me take you there real He's quick the all right notch, right oh my god so i go to austin texas right for the austin film festival okay let me paint a picture for you i'm bored we're, we're in the we're chilling in the house board uh, waiting for our pizza to be delivered and i'm like mm, i'm bored in. in the house and i'm in the house oh my board. god remember that one that feels like years ago it was this Anyways. year it was this year it was a couple months ago i know it's yeah. at the beginning of all this okay yes. continue sorry um so we're sitting in the um in the airbnb waiting for our pizza to be delivered and i'm like oh, i'll get on tinder just to scope out like what's going on and everything in austin texas and i come across this one dude and oh my god he is the most he's one a model like he's a model in real life the most beautiful human I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like, literally, if I could paint my dream man, it would be him. Like, I can't even describe a celebrity that he looks like. Like, you've seen him. I've showed you pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he had tattoos. He had a 1975 tattoo. And I was like, oh, my God, love me. I love you. Um, <laughs> and I was like, this dude's never going to swipe right on me. And he did. And I was like, literally screamed, showed everybody in the fucking Airbnb. I'm with, like, two other girls. And the rest are all guys. And the guys are like... The guys were even low-key impressed. They were like, like oh, okay. shit. <laughs> they were like, damn. Um, but, like, we meet up this one night and um, went out, like, on a date kind of thing and um, hung out. And, like, his personality, he was chill. Like, he was a really chill dude. But, like, so much quieter than I am. And, I mean, from what you guys can tell, I'm loud as fuck. Um, so, I like, was like, oh, yeah, I don't think this is going to... I kind of like realized, I was like, this, I don't think this is going to work as much as I want it to work because you are beautiful. And I like having that trophy of being able to show you off and be like, look at who thinks... I, look at who thinks I'm hot. Like, look at who's interested in me kind of thing. But I think a lot of people can do that when you like just think someone, someone is just so beautiful. I think guys probably do a lot more than girls do. Um, and that's just because um, girls usually date lower than their league than out of their league above their league is that the yeah, word yeah i do mm-hmm. um like every couple i know of there's only one couple in my entire life that i know of where the man and the woman are equally attractive you're, um, yeah i know exactly who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're fucking they're both models mm-hmm. but um most couples the girl's hotter than the guy and that yeah. and, and so it, like yeah I think probably a lot of guys probably stay with a lot of girls a lot longer than they should because they're like, I don't think I'm ever going to get somebody this hot ever again. And they're probably fucking true. Uh, <laughs> but, You're right, dudes. That's that's very true. Yeah. Typically, yeah. typically you like hit your, your peak and then that's it. Yeah. But you had to also think about like if, you, if it's worth staying with this person because looks will fade over time. And um, yeah, I've never been a big person to focus on like looks i've literally dated so many different looking men <laughs> yeah you do not have a type i don't um, have a type i, I say I, bald such guys because <laughs> because the fiddle player i mean ugh, that's when the attraction i guess started i don't know i guess i was like maturing like at an early age i was still I'm, in college <laughs> so i made a tiktok like with it's private you, none of y'all can fucking see it hannah's seen it but it's, i mean it, it's gold i made it's, a tiktok of all the guys i've like liked and like dated basically or gone on a date with and i was watching i was like wow it's a bunch of fucking white guys with beards and there's like no 
fucking variety. Yeah, that's definitely your type. <laughs> There's a one Latino guy, but that's still looks just like all the other ones, like with the beard and the facial. And yeah, I was like, wow, I have a type. This is sad. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is sad. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I think a lot of people get caught up on the whole like, he checks all my boxes. Like yeah. he has all those like qualifications that I've been like ideal idealize. How do you say that word? Idealizing. Sure. I I do. Yeah, you know what I'm. You guys know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. I know. I yeah. I'm I'm here. Idolize, I'm here. I'm with you. I, you're with Anyways, me. Anyway, moving I'm on. Here. We're together. Moving on. Yeah. Words. But I think people get like so hung up on that. Oh yeah. Um. There's I don't know. I don't know why we get hung up on that. I think just like they like a lot of times. I think a lot of people want to be that like power couple like oh yeah we, i like, definitely come want into the you. party everyone all eyes on them like i'm a fucking leo this... i always want that like are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> yeah have like I, I i've always wanted to be like the couple that like everyone like wants our relationship and that sounds so egotistical as i'm like saying it out loud but, no, like, but i get that but though. that's like I get what, that, I, though. what i strive for is like our friend I want literally to... our friend zoe Who's yeah. the couple that we're talking about that's always like fucking gorgeous? Zoe and Parker, um, they are that couple. I feel like everybody mm-hmm. I know that knows them, they want to be them because they are the most one, they're both fucking outrageously kind people. Like the yeah. nicest fucking people I've ever met. Like, I don't think they have a mean bone in their body. They care so much about other people. They are humanitarians and they always try to, you know, better themselves and be better people for um, their community. And they're also just fucking hot, both of them. And I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. And they're both talented people, like beautiful, talented, like and in their own ways and everything with their jobs. But yeah, like that's yeah. a couple that like when you walk into the room, you're like, God, like I wish I, I, I yeah, wanted I wish I had that or I wish I had that love like hashtag couple couple goals goals. Mm -hmm. yeah so like so like I think a lot of times people get hung up on when especially with like social media I think social media plays a huge part in this but like wanting to be that perfect couple or wanting people to like want what you have yeah kind of thing I mean, we went to high or, school. like, you want to just, like, look good together. Like, that's, that's like, yeah. shallow. But, like, that is, like, a lot of times people get hung up on that. Like, oh, well, we look good together. Like, we look good in pictures together. Like, we we look similar. We um, have similar vibes. Yeah. Two notes. One note being every guy I've ever dated, I've made us look better because of me. Um, there you have Them by themselves, they look like trash. But when they're with me, I looked. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Leo and a, with a Libra moon and rising. I am saying that because I looked at photos of the doctor before me alone, after me alone, and then with me. And I was like, wow, like he's just, he's more attractive looking standing next to me. Like I make him look better. Like, yep. <laughs> and maybe yep. that's just because no, like. I think it's true. I think it's true in a lot of cases, honestly. And. I don't know. I think it's it's hard to like not get hung up on that because like just because they check all your boxes and just because they have all those like in quotes qualifications like doesn't mean that you actually have chemistry. Like you might just be so caught yeah. up on that and you're like overlooking the other like red flags in the relationship. Yeah. There is this one line in my favorite film Five Hundred Days of Summer um and it's like literally like in a enwraps like the whole fucking premise of the film which is just because some girl likes the same kind of stuff you do doesn't mean that she's your soulmate yeah. and i kind of think that, that that is something that a lot of people do is you know just because oh my god she likes the smiths i like the smiths we both like going vintage shopping and 
um, have both had this like '90s fixation on you know culture and everything. We we're soulmates now, and I thought that so much about yeah. every guy growing up, like that I was yeah. in love with an undergrad and everything. I the college boy, I was like, he is the man I'm meant to be with because we both like going to open houses and pretending that we live in them or some weird shit like that. Like and like going on the paint aisle. Didn't you guys do that? Yes, you, like went to yes. paint. Yes, I idealized this going to fucking Lowe's Home Improvement and getting paint swatches so this boy <laughs> could paint his room royal blue. I I did, and then we went record shopping, and I was like, "This is the best day ever." <laughs> but in reality, like you pro- guys probably like should like would have slash should have just been like best friends. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, we should have only been friends. Yeah, like nothing else should have ever happened yeah. between us. Was he a great kisser? Yes, I'm not going to ever deny that. But. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's it's definitely one of those things where you're like, oh, but they like they understand and like they love this too and like this is a huge part of them and it's a huge I part idealized of me. the doctor so much cuz he loved Ulysses and Alexander Hamilton the musical and mm. you know was into literature and knew who Emily Bronte was and had you know read Wuthering Heights and new poetry and also knew Waitress and loved Waitress the musical and yeah, yeah. we had that in common and then he understood philosophy that was his undergrad major but I should have I just fucking ignored the red flags of you know on our first date him coming up to me and be like hey have you ever got a letter from Homeland Security and you're just like okay why did I not um, leave the bar <laughs> yeah honestly like what were you doing I don't know <laughs> I'm just picking on you but yeah I, I think I think we got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to mm-hmm. stop focusing on the boxes being checked and like try to focus more on like what the person's giving us and what we're seeing. And if there's actual chemistry, if there's things beyond the boxes that are resonating with you. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you have to change who you are in order to like feel like you fit and belong in their world, then that's definitely not authentic and real love. Um, Again, it's the fantasy. I know I have tried. I like there's, I never change my looks for a yeah. guy. No, I feel like, I've, I feel I've like we're both pretty that. like stagnant with not stagnant, but like we have our trends and we have our look and we don't really mm-hmm. like that doesn't really change. Very from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have tried things for a guy in order to think that like, you know, I am this type of. I always think of the cool girl monologue from uh, Gone Girl. It's my favorite fucking monologue ever. And I would read it, but, like, I'm not going to do it justice. It's, like, fucking... Um, just everybody needs to go watch it. Just... I will link it in the show yeah, notes because it's... link it. The best fucking monologue. It's from Gone Girl. Um, oh, God. It, it's, it just enwraps what I think every girl goes through, that you want to be this idealized perfect cool girl because cool girl doesn't complain about anything cool girl is down for hot wings and beers and watching football with the boys she's down for anything else you know that he's down for if he's into bottle blondes she's dyeing her hair every kind of week kind of thing and i think women are so prone to doing that but you gotta stop that because that's you're not being your authentic self you can't keep it up you're You're gonna gonna end up trying to commit murder or trying to fake your own bedeath, like uh, fucking what's her name and Gone Girl. <laughs> like yeah, you're, like gonna, you're gonna get tired. You're gonna get tired of that. Like that's not yeah. gonna fulfill you. Yeah, and I know, like for me, like I tried to act like I was like cool, like with a more casual like dating experience when I was with the doctor. That's like not like who I am at all, and was severely unhappy. 
and, you know, was just trying to put off this facade that I'm the cool girl and I'm chill and I don't, you know, I don't get, you know, fed up if you don't text me back immediately. You know, I'm just go with the flow kind of thing, which I can be, but that's not who I am all the time. And it just leads to you being a doormat. And I think, like, if you listen to our episode, like, raising your standards, I think that that's a good comparison for that whole, like, not being the cool girl kind of thing. Like, you can be a cool chick, but don't be like, don't be, don't be know, the yes girl in like every single relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um, and I think another thing, like the one of the last things is, you know, I don't know how else to say this, but like you forget about them. Like, yeah, I, I have your fix it because I have fucking ADHD, but like, I also can, I have like ob- object permanence where if you're not a constant in my life, I can forget about you. And that doesn't mean like I completely forget about you. But like, this is why I have lost some friends, I think, and everything. Because if I'm not like talking to you every single day, like I am Hannah or something like that, or like I don't see you every single day, um, or like every week or something, like I can forget that you are alive. <laughs> I guess. I don't mean it like that. But like, no, like, I forget. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to I need to call them. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You can let like months pass and then be like, oh, crap. Like I haven't even yeah. said anything to them. Yeah. Or they and, haven't said anything to me. It goes both ways. Yeah. Like and I feel like a lot of people, especially with me, like they a lot of people don't like reaching out to me all the time. because so they think I probably forgot about them. But I'm like, no, like if you texted me, like I would immediately get on a conversation with you and start talking to you. It's just like. I have in my mind that I'm going to text you, but I honestly, it'll be out of my mind two seconds later because I'll get distracted by something else. But um, I try to not do that with who I'm dating. And if I do, then I know that I'm not really into them. That's why, like, if I'm dating somebody and I meet them on Tinder, like, or any other dating app, like, I'm I'm trying to get them off the app as soon as possible. Like, if they're actually into me, like, if you actually Mm -hmm. into me, get me off this app ASAP or else I will forget to ever message you back. Yeah. Yeah. No, if they're, I think if they're not like involved in your like every day, then it's like really hard sometimes to like not only hit them up whenever you're bored yeah, or like, it's why I date people who are in the same field as I am sometimes just because it, it is like convenience of being around them more often yeah. than um, dating somebody who is a doctor or whatever. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And I think like if you're only hitting them up because you need that hit of like validation or attention, um, that it's just leading them on and you don't know like where they stand and that you're not actually like kind of in love with them. Like it's more just like an obsession. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. There's so many different things that we could talk about with this episode uh, as far as like distractions and everything. And I know that you probably enjoyed our little commercial break that we had with last names. Um, That's a whole nother segment. Like I really want to know if anybody else does that and like what you guys think of like, did you fantasize like the person you're dating's like last name with your name before like you started dating? Like I really want to know. Yeah, let us know because that's like very interesting. Because that's definitely something that I do. I mean, like I literally said, if I was if I married the doctor, like I was not going to change my last name, and I probably I I've, you I've only and I still agree by that. Like I will not change my last name unless like I love your last name a lot. Like I'm not settling for a Smith. <laughs> you're not settling. I'm not, both of my, my options are. I've always had a very common last name. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. first name. And middle and name. And middle just, name. Just your whole name. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I do love my name, though. So I guess our survival tip today is when you fall in love with an idea, deep down you know that it can't last forever. Eventually you will grow bored with it, and the idea that you're so in love with will change. And one day you will wake up and realize the idea of a person you created in your head isn't the person that you're waking up next to. Mm. 
truth bombs right here on the Gal Sky podcast. Um, always. Always. I mean, <laughs> that's why you're here. <laughs> For some venting and some therapy, you know. Exactly. 70, 75 to 25, you know. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gal's Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gal's Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gal's Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and on our personal social media, which we linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. Give us that five stars and write something nice and you may be shouted out in the next episode. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.